Hey, this is Lisa. Hey, this is Randy. And we're here for, what episode is this? Five, girl. We're even one, episode five of, um. Sometimes we talk about yoga. And other shit. We switched. We did switch. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you take a week off. I know. <laughs> no. We were sick last week. So, um, this week is going to be an interesting episode. Um, yeah. It's, we got, we got a text. Her and I got one together from a very, very close friend, and what she is concerned about is how do we move on? How do we move on from grief? How do you move on from a death? How do you move on from a divorce? A breakup. A, a loss breakup, of a, a loss of a friendship. A change in a family relationship. A change in a family relationship. Anything. How do we move on from it? This is a crazy conversation. So Randy was already emotional before this even started. So is it my story? Yeah, your story. Go. Uh, okay. My stories be quick, so go. <laughs> Hi everybody! Welcome back to right. So the the reason why it's emotional for me, Lisa, because mm-hmm. I think we've talked about it before, and I think everybody has a situation where they just don't know what happened to a relationship that they lost. So I do have a friendship that I'm still grieving. That I guess we broke up. Did it break up? We broke up. We haven't spoken in about two years, and oh. it's one of those things. It wasn't a ghosting situation. It was. Um, a tense conversation, and some things were said, um, and but I, I thought we could come back from it, and it apparently is not the case. So there's been no conversations? No, not really, no. So are you still upset about it? Upset is not the word. I feel like I do feel like I feel the loss. So I feel like upset is, like, mad or yeah. angry, and I'm not that. and um, And I'm not hurt in the sense of where you hurt. I was hurt because I think my expectations were different. So yes. You were hurt. And then and then I feel like after you take some time to look back at it, there are things that I wish that I had said differently. Mm. But then I also look at it like this, like, well, if this much time has passed, maybe it did exactly what it was supposed to do. Yeah. Sometimes shit gotta get burnt down. Okay. So how do we how do you move on? How do you move on? So that's her question is that she wants to know, like, she's really been struggling about grieving um, this relationship that's at a loss, and what can she do? Yeah, and, you know, some people liken divorce to death, right? It is. It's the death of let a me give you Let me give you a, a scenario. My okay. sister said, like, when my husband died, my sister goes to me. When she comes over, she said, wow, I don't know how you, I don't know how you did this. Uh-huh. But my sister had just got divorced. And I was like, I don't know. How I don't know that. how you did that, because with a divorce, it just—it's a daily thing, especially if you got kids and mm-hmm. you got to struggle and you may have to fight like for years, for decades even. Mm-hmm. Whereas though, even mine was final. And yeah. I'm not saying which one is good or bad. Not that they either were, no, but it's, it's just different. that there's no back and forth. There's no bartering. You know, that—that's that, not there. No, it's not there. Mm-mm. And I think that's the difference with a breakup is because if a person is still around. Yeah. Like, there are different scenarios. Like, for a divorce, if it's mutual, y'all might just be fighting for control over the kids or yeah. financial. There are other things. But if it's not mutual, who, baby? Like, that that's whole. That's when it gets nasty. Or, even, or, or confusing. Yeah. Because, you know, and even with friendships, um, I got a couple friends going through some weird, wonky emotions in their friendships mm-hmm. and these are adult women friendships. I feel you. I've had that. Yeah. I definitely have had that. And I think the biggest thing is um confusion. 
And so for some people, they feel like, well, I just need closure. I need to understand. I need to uh... – what do you think about that? I'm not a big person on closure. I don't think I am anymore So the, it's the issue. You know, I do have friends because I got one girl, one of my very, very close friends, and she always feels like she needs closure. Like, I don't – I feel like I've grown I'm not, in I don't have a to different have direction from that. Closure meaning I don't have to say this is the final conversation. Yes. What do you feel? What, what do, do I, I feel? feel? Like, like <laughs> I don't. I don't need that. You don't need the face to face. You don't need the reasons. You don't need that either. And I, I, I kind of, I feel like people might be able to better move past that stuck point if they can say. What happens if I never get closure from a person? Because so when people don't move on from it, because they feel like they have to have closure to move on. What is closure? And so they, what is closure? Okay, that's a, that's the first question. What, what is, closure is closure to you? So you know I did some research. We'll we'll weave this in and out. We weave like it in and out. Is, yes, yes, yes. It's going to be something. okay. So according to PsychologyToday.com, closure is knowing the reason a relationship ended and no longer feeling emotional attachment or pain thereby allowing for the establishment of new and healthy relationships. So first of all is knowing the reason. I don't even know what that means. I feel like, yeah, so when people say I want to know the reason, sometimes people don't accept the reason, so they feel like it has to be something else. Yeah. So that's the first thing I think people trick themselves in feeling like the closure. But the other part of this one, it says no longer feeling emotional attachment or pain. So I feel like it's a lot of mofos out here feeling like they got closure and they still attach and they still the attach yeah. or the emotion that came from that elicited that situation. Right. So when you ask me about my friendship mm-hmm. that ended, I feel like I'm not angry, but there's emotional there's emotion there. There's something. Do you want there. closure? I don't think closure is necessary. Okay. I don't think I think the closure. I mean, for when do you me, think you'll be over it? Because it's been two years. Yeah, that's a hard question because I feel like. In my day-to-day life, it's not something that always comes up for me. But then when this conversation came up, when our friend texted us, when I started, like, reading about it, the only thing that kept popping in my head is, like, this loss of this friendship. And I was like, that's kind of – because I've lost other friendships. Mm -hmm. Have you lost other – like, I've lost other friendships that were less emotional. I've lost people where I feel like it is a genuine, grown apart, different places, no love loss, but we're not – close mm-hmm. um i've broken up with people and maybe that's me maybe i'm just a person that lingers after a break. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so there okay go, so, right? so there it is maybe that, that maybe it's an individual thing so when moving so, on it has to be the person the okay. person okay. it's you that's a lie Oh, not you, the other person. I was going to say that's no, the lie that be, we tell ourselves. That's the lie we tell ourselves. Or it could be you, that you, my the way I handle and deal with yeah. loss or letting go. I think it is. Um, the other one I was saying that's a lie, why mm-hmm. I was quick to say that, is because people think it's the person. I was I was reading something, and they say, um, you think you miss the person. But if you could sit down and really analyze what is it that you miss or that you're grieving, it could be the the feeling that you felt when you were with the person. So they say, like, find that feeling in something else. Or you, you're putting so much stock into memories because that person was there. Yeah. You can still enjoy those memories. And that person just was a, a witness or a partaker in it. But you don't have to, like, I need that person. You can still. But see, this is why the Buddha said 
you shouldn't have any attachments. And no attachments. And this is the whole reason for no attachments is because we suffer because we have attachments. Attachments. And we're attached to everything, whether we're attached to our houses, our cars, our relationships, our friendships. But if you don't have any attachments, then the suffering will float away and you won't have it. How do you get the suffering to go away? You sit in meditation. So this is where the yoga. yoga. Yeah, Yeah. you practice yoga. Yeah. You you sit still and you allow for all of these crazy emotions, feelings, things to come up in the body, and then you deal with them and you let them pass on. Let them pass. So then when you get off of your mat or out of your car or wherever you've been meditating, then these emotions happen to you, but then you can walk through it. There's not an attachment to it. There's no wall stop. No. You just feel it and you keep moving. So I want I got to touch because my girl was the one. So she's the one going through a divorce. So when my sister got divorced, uh-huh. we had a sage party at her house. And this is years ago. I know. You know me and my family. This is what we do, right? Like, this I'm is so intrigued. This is, this is what me and my family do. Like, please come. I'm so If you intrigued. came to my house, girl, it's all type of stuff at my grandma's house that happens. This lighter is going to work. So this is a sage. sage. So listening to the podcast, you're going to have to go check us out on YouTube. We're burning a stick of sage. So what we all did, we each had, I think it was about four sticks. Okay. So it was like me, my mom, my sister. And while you playing, I think I had my kids. <laughs> Ooh, they were just small. But we just walked through every room of the house. I'm trying to light the sage. And then we just went through in circle just to clean out that bad space, that bad energy, whatever it was. Like that my sister said, Yo, I need y'all to come over here and sage the house. So that's what we did. We just went through cleared it, went through the basements, went through the corners, went in the dirty corner in the basement, like all that. To get all that stuff from out of there. Yeah. First step, moving on. And even yourself. You know I say to myself all the time. <laughs> Palo Santo, my Palo Santo. We've got Palo Santo. We've got Palo Santo here too that we're gonna light. Because the Palo Santo then just connects you to just the spiritual healing, the the spiritual cleansing. So both of them. So we sage and then we do Palo Santo and walk through the house to clear our spirit. Also to help clear yourself, um, Epsom salt bath. Oh, yes. And uh, pink Himalayan sea salt. Pink Himalayan sea salt. Take a shower, scrub yourself down. Just scrub yourself down to cleanse from it. Mm -hmm. So my girl, which I know that it's harder for her because she's grieving, and I don't always... Not really that great friend <laughs> when you have a loss, and I'm real about that. Like I, I know that that I'm not like I'm gonna because I'm gonna go okay, uh huh, and yeah. then inside I'm gonna be like okay. So, I, but I want to be supportive. Right. So I've been told that I am not empathetic or sympath. Absolutely, really, absolutely. My sister. So my listen. Shocked. <laughs> So my uncle passed away a few years ago, okay. and we all collectively took care of him as a family. He was a paranoid schizophrenic, right? Okay. And so um, it was just random. Like, he wasn't sick, though. Like, so he died. And so he died in his apartment. So my sister calls me. Like, he's not answering the phone. He had he he had two phones. I don't even know why he had two phones. He had an Obama right. phone, too. Shout out to Obama for all my Obama phones. But he had an Obama phone, and my sister paid for him a phone. I said, I'm going to keep calling the other phone. You keep doing that one. Okay. Anyway, maintenance went in. He had deceased the night prior, right? So I knew when I was walking in, I was going to see a dead body, which I, I've seen a lot of dead bodies. Have you? Yeah. Topics? For a later date, why has Lisa seen so Because And then I had to be there, right? So I'm, I'm very detached from that situation. So I knew when I went in, 
I'm a mover honored. This is what I do. I move on. So on my way there, I was emotional, but all I could think in my head was, because we moved him into the apartment, I was like, okay. We've got to get I know where I can, but, but I put all this stuff up. So I knew where everything was. So that's mm-hmm. what I said to myself. Like, I got to go get this. I got to get that. I got to go get this. Mm-hmm. I know where her, um, his all of his awards were for his obituary. But we get there. So then my sister, he's like on the ground, right? And my sister's just having this hard time. And I'm She's just breaking down, breaking down, breaking down, breaking down. And so I just sat there. And I, I don't. And so I'm quiet a lot of times because I don't want to come off as being rude. <laughs> so it was fine. She had it. I did my best to support her. And then when it's time, you know, the funerals, I'm like, okay, we got to get this stuff moved out of here. And she's like, his body's not even finished. Why are you doing that? You're so, you know, you're not empathetic. Like you were moving too fast. I was her. moving too fast. Yeah. I was moving too fast. She her. was sitting in it and you were already at step eight. <laughs> and that's my issue. So my response to her was, because I knew she was emotional. I said, okay. everybody in this family has a role. You do your role. I'm going to play mine. I have to do mine. Okay. So I'm going to be the one that's cool with coming over here, cleaning up, putting stuff away. That's important and to know. That, yeah. So let me know if that ever happens to you. Because. Call Lisa. I'm she cool. can handle it. I'm like, I'm, I'm okay. Right. You know, in those situations, I can, you know, put the face on to get through. Now, if I want to break down later, fine. It's not that I didn't grieve my uncle, but in that moment, I knew what to what to do. So when my girl says, you know, how do I move on? I'm like, tomorrow's Tuesday. Like, that's it is. That is that's, that is it. You, that's my response. I don't have another response. Yeah. But to say, and because I know ultimately, and I hope my girl is listening, is it me holding on to this grief or this loss? Is going to hurt me on the inside. It's going to manifest. It's going to hurt so me on the inside, things. and I don't want to be hurt. Mm-hmm. So I don't care what you did to me. Like I don't. I'm not keeping it. Yeah. I've said this before. Like I throw that shit right back off of me. Like yeah. I don't want it. Whatever you did to me, it's okay. So what about like a job? Like people lose jobs, and that is you know I don't care about jobs. Right? I know you don't. <laughs> so. Just to speak to people that, like, a loss of a job is a similar thing to losing a relationship. Yes. Because you have invested yourself. So, you know, anybody who invests money in the stock market, if they lose. Okay. Money is like, different. But, but, but yeah, 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 think yeah. about the, um, the importance mm-hmm. of they've invested and the importance of what they expect on their return, right? Yes. And then if they lose, people have done crazy things from losing. They money have. in the stock market. So if you think about investing yourself, which is more valuable than yeah. money, and you've given yourself to a job, it's almost it's the same as a relationship. There there are steps to grieving, so, and you don't have to do it in the order like how you did it in your order yeah. and your sister did it in her order. There are five psychological steps to grieving. What's those? So there's denial. Okay, this didn't happen. This is not happening. Right, or I can do something to change it. Yeah, or, yeah just denial. That We all know what denial is. We yeah. don't even have to go there. Anger. Yeah, you're upset. So the anger could be at, like, the person or the mm-hmm. job or the situation. But have you ever um, been the victim of being uh, someone mad at you because you're friends with somebody that they've broken up with or, like, yeah. the situation? So you can be angry at everybody. Like, That's true. don't even know, like. You, you're just an innocent bystander. Mm-hmm. People are angry at you. I'm like, shit, I didn't even know. Right. <laughs> but that's part of the anger. Um, bargaining. So the bargaining is negotiating, like, the return of what was. 
So you feel like you won't back. Like I want that old thing back. Well, even in the like case that. of like praying to God, like yeah. God, like if if you just bring it back or let me get yeah. my job back, I promise I'll be different or I I'll do things differently next time or I'll be better. Mm-hmm. So you're like making all these negotiations and everything else, and that really is just so unhealthy. <laughs> unhealthy, but you got it. Some people go through it. You know, you yeah. just try. Uh, depression. That's another phase. Of well, it. because Sadness. really. Depression is anger turned inside, okay? Like, that's what I was taught when I was in therapy. Like, when you sometimes you get so angry. Now, not, I'm not going to say everything of depression yeah. is because some of it is not, but it's just anger a lot yeah. of it turned okay. inside. Mm-hmm. So, and then the last phase, and this for some people happens earlier, is acceptance. It's done. It's, it's done. I lost it. The person's gone. So, the job is gone. The relationship's gone. The friendship's gone. It is, and I guess I'm more... In most cases, acceptance. I think I just walk into acceptance. You know, and I'm not going to say I haven't been angry or mad. The stuff that has happened, I have been. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like I, I may get to acceptance quicker, quicker than the than. next person because I accept that this was just a process in life, and this was nothing more than like on a real uh, film that had to play, mm-hmm. and then now it's time for this to move on. Mm-hmm. And it served its purpose. It served its purpose, and it has to be done now. Yeah. As opposed to going, ooh, gimme, 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 back, back, like I want that. I don't necessarily feel like that. Now, I can be hurt, but then ultimately I know this was just how this was supposed to play out. So that is so freaking mature. Now, let me ask you, because we're a little bit older yeah. than this like, new social media generation. So ghosting is a thing. Okay, so ghosting is like um, you're involved with somebody, you're texting all the time, it's hot and heavy, you're really liking somebody, even maybe you've been out on some dates, and they just ghost, go ghost, Casper. No no responses to, they don't even read, they don't even like any Instagram posts anymore, they don't do anything, and this happens, it's like occurring more and more and more. So how does somebody recover or grieve the loss of this, like, you know what's funny, though? Like, people go ghost. I so have done that. Like, I didn't know you had. <laughs> I didn't know that I was doing something cool if ghosting is cool. It is not cool. Sorry, sorry. But I've done that, and the thing is, is that I've had many people say to me, would you stop doing that? You went ghost. Like, yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're like, would you stop? Like, what happened? And I'm like, I'm good. You know, but... <sighs> I don't know. I'm not okay. So, Maybe I'm not okay. I don't know. Maybe I'm jacked up. Like, I'll take, I'll take being jacked up. But I will. I'll tell her what the research says later. Right. Like, listen, like, I'll take that because I am somebody that will okay. just be like, okay, I'm out. Okay. Okay, let me put it in a different perspective. Okay. Baby girls at college. My daughter. Yes. Yes. And she's dating someone, and you know, new age dating mm-hmm. is a lot of like texting. It's, yeah, it's less face to face. It's a lot of like pictures on Instagram mm-hmm. and Snapchats and stuff. And suddenly, the person she's seeing is no longer returning texts, no longer DMing, and goes ghost. How would you tell baby girl to deal I tell with my it? daughter the same thing? I wish my daughter was in the car. Like, I wish my daughter would pop up because Sydney is like that. Uh-huh. And she'll call me like, Mom, these girls up here tripping. They crying over this. I'm like, I wish she was in the car. Like, wait till when Sydney comes home. In fact, she called me a few weeks ago and this guy who she used to date, uh-huh. you know, was still trying to check back on her. But this was is like years ago. ago. <laughs> yeah. No, she thought I told him. Listen to what she told him. She was like, Mom, I was like, okay, I'm done. You don't have to text me no more. 
Like, so that's not ghosting. Though. No, 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 no. She was brutally honest. But when, she, when she's brutally honest, I would prefer that. I would prefer that she was, really, but it, he was just trying to get back at her, and she he was in bargaining or denial. He was just <laughs> coming back at her later. But this is years after they broke up, right? But he's still trying to talk, and I said, "Well, see, you didn't have to be so rude." She was like, "Well, my, that's what she would have said." Like this conversation has no purpose. Let's go. Yeah, I feel like with certain things, when I've been done, I've been done. And looking at myself in the past, like when I've been done, I might in my head like pine or wish or whatever but outwardly uh, so my daughter is like she's not doing nobody she's not doing she knows if something happened living my best life see (laughs) i ain't going back and forth with you right so look so she will do that so for me i had to work at not going ghost hmm because that's a challenge for me like i will just but see, I just be like, I disappear. And I'd be can, like, can I, I tell you, you what the survey says? What does the survey say? <laughs> Ding! Survey says, so people who ghost for the younger faction out mm-hmm. here, not for our age, because like, you don't know what to be fooled with. Like, I'm not fooling with I might need to save myself. Right. <laughs> no, um, it's uh, A, it's just you don't want to be, not, it's non confrontational. Like, I just don't want to deal with the confrontation. Absolutely. I'd just rather just go ghost. Absolutely. Some of it, I just don't fucking care. I don't value the other person Absolutely. enough to elaborate All of that. on my departure from our engagement. Um, some of it is fear of intimacy and commitment. I don't even have so a... Right, right, right. Might be your situation. So right, I'll yeah. take this hot too. Like, it is... Um, I'll take um, the confrontation because if I feel that. like you're going to say something, I don't, I don't want to go back and forth. Um, so I don't want to deal with it. So it's easier for me to just walk away and be yeah. silent and then i also will walk away a lot because if i go through my moments of depression you know yeah. where it's just high highs and the low lows like so you're just then, removing yourself i just remove yeah. myself but i don't have to be depressed to be ghost though dude. <laughs> i just want to be so clear about that so, like that doesn't mean that i'm depressed all the time in no, some cases yeah but some cases you are valuing yeah. your preserving self self-preservation yeah. <laughs> i just like i don't want to see no more yeah Okay. So, what are the steps, though? Because I feel oh like she God. needs to take away, like, she needs yeah. to take away some steps as yeah. to what she can do to, so, um, to move on. Yes. Yeah, so, there are steps. There are things you can do. First of all, the, determine, can you be okay with no closure? Because you might not ever get what you need. Can you be okay with that? Um, there are things you can do. And this one thing that I found that was really cool was um, to, we're always talking about change in perspective. Yeah. And to... Um, Write down the positive outcomes of this loss or this breakup. So, for example, sometimes people get so cut up in the breakup and the loss and the hurt and the emotion of it that they forget, well, shit, when I was in it, I was stressed. I was losing my hair. I was gaining weight. I didn't feel good about myself. Yeah. Um, my anxiety level was way up here. And maybe if this person or the situa- job, mm-hmm. this situation has been removed from my life, the positive things will be. Will come in. Yeah. Okay. So, like. I think um, I was talking about, I've talked to you about this, and I was talking, we've saged the car, we've saged ourselves. Mm -hmm. So when we first moved back to Detroit, I did a blessing over the house, and I saged it, and I said to myself, and my blessing was, um, all those who enter our door or into our life when we move back, just be a peaceful spirit, um, no hater mentality. I I just want all love. And um, since I've been back, there's been a few friends and Mm -hmm. quotes that I don't see or haven't talked to, and so when I get in my feelings about it, like, did you this is what you asked for. So something might not be right. They might not right. need to be coming around. 
And so maybe you're being protected from something, from something else that has nothing to do with you or your family. Yeah. And so focus on y'all. I like that. So, like, sometimes things are removed so that... For a reason. Absolutely. So, but that's, that perspective is hard when you're in it. So, like, our divorce, divorcing friend, mm-hmm. she's looking for... Um, she said something in her text. So she, you must have said it in class, sir, about what? building her her castle brick by brick. She needs she to set... I don't be remembering the stuff I be saying. In class? Yeah. We need I a recorder on I don't know, girl. I don't mean, people say, they be like, what did, you, I'm like, what did I say? I don't know I'd be in the zone. Yeah. But I, maybe I said that, that she... I don't know, that she does have to redo and rebrick, but... I don't want to get sick. This no. is why I move on. Yeah. No one has the power to make me sick. Yeah. And if I'm grieving or have a loss over a friendship, a relationship, or whatever, that it makes me sick. I got to let it go. What? Yeah. Like, nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm not getting myself so drained from something like that when I have to understand there is a greater purpose at play. So what the that part is something that our friend needs to do is become self-aware because you are very self-aware of what things... What they do to my body. Yes. And so, therefore, you've taken action and said, I say no. No. So anything that is not good for me, I say no. So let's talk about first closure because, first of all, closure can mean a lot of things. But that means brutal honesty, mm-hmm. mutual respect, accountability for your own actions. So divorce is probably like three sides. You know what I'm saying? So it's sometimes it is one person is a complete fucking asshole. Mm -hmm. But just be acknowledge your part Mm -hmm. in the breakdown. Um, Willingness to let the other person go. So I have a friend and, you know, when when you have told somebody I need space, I need to grieve this relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not what I want. And then a the person is, like, texting you the next day, hey, how you doing? Just thinking about you. That person is unwilling to let you have your process. Block. That's, girl, that's next. Block. Block button. Block button. I didn't even, I didn't even read your notes. Get off social. Right. Block, block is an amazing tool. Oh, and yeah. I have block. So, also, time apart, like, and that means sexual time apart. If this is a lover... Like, it ain't no dip in the toe one last time. Because then that, it becomes so emotional from you, for you, and you cannot let go. And, and you might be able one day to just yeah. have a completely physical relationship, but not at the beginning. You need time. You need to create those yeah. physical boundaries, like literally not see a person. Um, and don't involve mutual friends and family in the drama. I agree. So it's hard because you, you, you have people that you talk to, but if you have mutual connections maybe just say you know what i love you and i want to keep you but i'm not going to share what's going on with see that that. i've never done that i've never been that person to to, involve other people no i've never involved my family in my stuff i've always been very private because Mm -hmm. i know that um like i'll go okay i'll do this Mm -hmm. okay i'll go back okay Mm -hmm. and i don't i don't want you don't want the judgment i don't no not even the judgment i don't want you to be mad like if i go back and then plus I've, i've been the person where People know me, but they don't really know me, know me. Mm-hmm. So they didn't know, like, the pure essence of me and my, yeah. my the details that went on. So mm-hmm. they just they made an assumption mm-hmm. of a lot of things because how I appear to be. Mm-hmm. But they didn't know how I was. But I just never like to share unless it's my friends, like my close, close friends. But mm-hmm. I'm very, very private with mm-hmm. my stuff. So I'm just going to air it out now. So tomorrow mm-hmm. will be the anniversary of my husband's death. Mm-hmm. Right, and so it'll be 14 years, right? 
So when he died, you know, he died in the car with a girl. So he he got caught. Well, I, I didn't catch him, so he really didn't get caught. But someone, he was being, having an affair or whatever when he passed on. Okay, right, fine. Now, had this happened before in our relationship? Yes. But did I tell my family that? No. No. So they had no clue. So it was kind of like when it all just like blew up. and blew up and everything hit the fan, my family, um, you know, they were just like, oh, and I'm like, mm. I don't know. But even from that, um, being angry, grieving, all of that stuff, like, I don't want none of it. No. No, no, no. Like, for whatever reason this had to happen, for whatever yeah. reason that had to happen with him, for her, I, like, I still want the best for her. Like, whatever that means mm-hmm. for her, like, I'm done. And was I angry for a while? It, it, was, it wasn't the anger so much so long. It was the grief, the okay. grief, the sadness from mm-hmm. the death. And because um, I just wanted everything to go back to normal. Yeah. And and I think that's a lot of it. Like, we have our routines in life. So even when you get divorced, you know, like, so-and-so's bringing home dinner. That's so-and-so's doing thing. that. So-and-so's doing that. You know, it's like the loss of a limb. You have to learn you how gotta to learn. Just adjust. Yes. Adjust, but that takes a long time. It takes a long time. And so that was the part that was the worst for me was mm-hmm. that, I felt like somebody came and put a hurricane just on my house. And then how do I pick up the pieces? And so I just was pretending that the hurricane didn't happen. So literally, do you see what she just did? No. Physically, you, like, I'm about to get to work. I'm just going to pull my hair back. And, like, you physically got ready. (laughs) Listen. You physically was like, all right, let me just put in the work. It's time. Let me tell you. Hurricane's over. I got to go. I wasn't even going to take off work. Like, I took off work, like, those days, and I'm, I'm like, I got to go back to work. And one of my friend, one of my clients called me mm-hmm. and said, you know, how long are you taking off work? I'm like, Shh. Okay. I don't take off work. I got two kids. I got five houses. What you, what you think I'm about to do? Rent is due on the 15th without the late fees from the mortgage company. Like, no, I don't, I can't do that. And he's like, where you at? I'm about to give you what you made for two weeks. And I, I just, that was, somebody forced you to take some time. Somebody forced me to take some time. Because so, other than that, I I am that person that moves through, but this is how my mother is. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know, maybe it, it's just ingrained in me that when stuff happens, even if it's tragic, we deal with it, we pick up, and then we keep it moving. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we don't we don't wallow. Everybody everybody is different. Everybody is different, and some of that is um, DNA. We talked about this on the other. I got some of that is some of that is totally DNA, and and I'm gonna just say it for Black people, we are not afforded the opportunity to break the fuck down. Never, we've never, ne- no. we've never had. I don't have that opportunity to break no, down. No, we we've just never had it. And then Black women, that's a whole other yeah. layer to being stoic, managing through, pushing through. You can't break down. You're not allowed. Weak? What? No. But it's still something we need to acknowledge in 2018 that. When we don't deal, we cannot heal. So even though that's in our DNA, we're there's an awakening happening, and some of us are saying, "Well, when you say deal, what does?" I never understood what that meant. I, I still don't understand what it means because people would always go deal with it. You're, you're not dealing with it. You're not oh, dealing with it. You're not dealing with it. And I'm like, want what does it mean? But they want you to do it, it in a way that looks like what they want it to look like. Right, but what does that look like? It looks different for everybody. But I think what what I'm saying is like facing something. And so for you, you faced it and you moved through it. 
And that's what I felt. <laughs> so I didn't know what was supposed to happen. I felt like people wanted me to break or down. they expected me to break down or they like and I consciously, like when my husband died, I said, I am not wearing black. Like I made a conscious choice, went to the mall. I'm not a woman in mourning. I'm not I'm not gonna be a woman in mourning like that. I had on a um a cream suit. Like and I had to wear my girl made me buy a skirt. I would I know I Is this know. Your Lisa told me about her funeral suit. It's my funeral suit, yes, but it's supposed to be. Oh, if I die, you go wear your cream suit. Yep, I will, because it's still in my closet. And I got a little cami in the jacket that still goes oh. with it. But I didn't, because my girl, we got to the mall, she was like, you are not wearing pants. Because I'm like, Doug, I don't want to wear But okay, fine, I'll put the cream on. And I put the cream on, and I had on these big, stupid, fat sunglasses, and I just, you know, like, right, I'm here. Like, yeah. I'm facing this head on. I'm dealing with it. Don't feel sorry for me. Yeah, I think some... Let's go. I think for some people, they... And then I feel like other people don't believe you're not dealing with it if you haven't broken down, if they don't see a tear. If people they don't see it. See, they want to see it on the outside, mm-hmm. and, and that's for them. That's for so. But for our friend, I have some ways for her to help, and the first thing, she has to learn how to set some boundaries. Yeah. And so you have to name your limits. And for some people, you can't even, if you don't identify your limits, how can you set boundaries for anybody when you have not identified? These things will not happen. Mm-hmm. Or these things must happen. Mm-hmm. If you're wishy-washy in any way, tune okay. into your feelings. If you just, you tuned into your feelings, you mm-hmm. knew. For some people, they don't tune into their body enough. So when you have, like, that sickness in your feeling or you get goosebumps yeah. or a headache in certain situations. you got to honor what that's from. Your body is telling you my boundaries have been crossed, mm-hmm. you've been violated, mm-hmm. or something is happening you need to address. Mm-hmm. That you need so. to speak up about. Mm-hmm. Ah, my throat chakra is open. Be direct. Yeah. And you don't have to be a bitch. No, but you can be direct. You don't have to. Um, add sugary language. I feel like the older I get, the less sugary language I put in things. So I like, like the way you say that sugary language. I don't know, like sugary. Language. I don't like um, hedging anymore. Mm-hmm. I used to be sweeter, mm-hmm. and I, I I feel like the older I get, that takes away my point. Yes, sometimes, and so I don't need to say, um, you know, it would be awesome if you would just da da da. I need to say, I need you to do this. Mm-hmm. Period. So when you take, just be direct. Um, give yourself self permission to do it without guilt. So people are afraid to set boundaries because they're afraid to feel guilty, or another person is going to make them feel guilty. Um, like a divorce situation, if a person used to have keys to the same house you yeah. used to live in and they don't anymore, and they don't want to give their keys back. Oh, what if I need to get in, you know, or, you know, I don't have a laundry room where I'm living now and I need to wash clothes. That is not your fault. This is a new day, a new day. Right. Don't feel guilty. You're already doing it. Practice self-awareness. Mm-hmm. So it's not about what anybody else It's about you and what are you feeling or what do you need? Right. You didn't need to break down in front of everybody for it to be real. It was real. Right. So, but if you needed to break down, that's what you needed to do, but be in who you mm-hmm. are. Um, okay, this was huge, too. Consider your past and present relationships in all forms and your family. So if you look at your family and your dynamics are um, one person is always the giver and everybody else takes, mm-hmm. or you didn't see healthy boundaries set in your family, you may not know what, what that, that is. Looks like. So you kind of have to take a 
take stock of yeah. where you come from. Okay. You can say Yeah, that. I yeah. do. So, and then if you're always, if you've always been the giver, you may need to practice not being the giver. That's yeah. going to take some time. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it could be small. That's, that's one of the steps. It's like small steps to set boundaries. So just small things you start saying no. Mm-hmm. Or small things you start pulling back. pulling back from. You can't, you're not able to do that You don't anymore. have to jump over right. the cliff, but you can, small ways to assert yourself, and that's yes. going to be assertive. Um, make self-care priority. So our friend does go to yoga. Um, she gets massages. Massages. Mm-hmm. Um, none of that is indulgent. No. That is. You need that to heal. No, none of it is indulgent. Don't let anybody tell you right. that massages, yoga, therapy is some indulgent shit. That's mm-hmm. necessary. Um, seek support. Whether friends that's and family. Therapy, church, mm-hmm. friends and family. Um, and then um, that's it. Those are the okay. things to help her set boundaries. And I feel like when you, when you set boundaries, you'll be stronger in understanding how to move to the next step. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. And um, if you lose a friendship, is it the same steps? Yeah, it's also, the, it's, it's totally the same steps. And I think, um, I think it was, it goes back to what you were saying, the difference between your loss and your sister's divorce was that um, I think you see people, you know, when. Yes, when you have to keep repeating. Or even if you have mutual friendships, mutual friends, but you're no longer friends with yeah. the person. And, and that can be tough, especially if there was no big blowout. There was or, no. Or also, too, if you weren't the one that did the breaking up. Oh, God. What, what if you. So I guess it's different, like, if, if I walk away. But if you walk away from a friendship, from this, from that, do I, you know, am I looking like how could that happen to me? So maybe a bit of an ego comes into the play as ego well. Is always there. And that's why people are like, I demand closure. Yeah. Or I just want to understand the why. And I think you just have to kind of. Be okay with – the other thing that came out of my loss of my friendship was that I might have practiced this conversation with this friend, and I I thought it was going to go a certain way, right? And it didn't. And it didn't. And that's what I had to accept is that I cannot control another person's response to my truth. No. So I might have felt like, but I'm telling – this is my truth, and we're friends, we're going to get past – but I don't know how that affected that friend. Right. And so, obviously, it affected them in a way that I didn't anticipate. I just, my ego was like, yeah. "Eh? Really? But I'm okay with understanding that I cannot control how another person receives Mm -hmm. me. No. I can only be me. And that is it. (laughs) Is that it? (laughs) That's it. So get your sage. Get your sage. Your Palo Santo. Your Palo Santo. Get an amethyst. Get an am. You have an amethyst. amethyst. I have quite a few amethysts. It's a purple stone. This is a pendulum. Here's another pendulum. Amethyst is good for tranquility and contentment. It soothes negative emotions. It clears blocked energy, and it helps with grief and depression. And your heart chakra is open. So, no, it, it's Look at this. Wait, 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 wait. Let's see how big it gets. So this is right over her heart chakra, and it's spinning in this clockwise direction. <laughs> so this means that she is just open to giving and receiving love, love and that she loves herself. She loves people. Look at I told this you it's thing go. I've seen it, and it's going to shoom, shoom, Look, woo, Okay. Okay, buy a rose quartz if you don't have one. Buy a rose quartz. It's gentle, calming, heals the past, and invites love. 
Okay. Everybody should have a rose quartz in their house. So get a rose quartz. I have I have get a necklace. Amethyst. I wear it. There is a green one called malachite. Oh, malachite. Malachite. It releases the past. It brings peace, and it is a healing and transformative. And crystal. the heart chakra is green. Yeah. So you need more green to help open and heal. Yeah. Also, work on your heart chakra. Yeah. Heart chakra affirmation. Yes. I love myself. I forgive myself. I forgive you. You know, these are just affirmations to say oh to yourself God. in the mirror. And those affirmations help. Wear the color green. Like Randy, she didn't even know. Even know. She didn't even know. Like you know, she, has on, she has on green. And so, but those things help. So eat things that are green, avocados, yeah. kale, green foods apples. that are green apples, green grapes. Mm-hmm. Put those things inside of you so you can help to open this heart chakra. Say mm-hmm. this, I love myself. I love you. Can we I not quote myself. Kendrick Lamar every, I love myself. Oh, yeah. Bye. I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> okay, y'all, this is right. fun. Peace. Bye. Episode five. Bye. Love y'all. Bye.